Welcome to the Mark Stereo Music Podcast. This podcast is an audio journal of a guest night's adventures through the live and local music biz. Fun conversations, cool tunes, and good times will be had. My name is Mark Sterry, and I'm a 15-plus-year veteran of the Twin Cities, Minnesota metro music scene. Check me out at Mark Sterry, that's S-T-A-R-Y, music.net, also on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. All of my original music is available for download on iTunes, CD Baby, etc. This podcast drops every Tuesday, if not before, on iTunes, SoundCloud, and most other places podcasts are available. If you enjoy it, please subscribe on iTunes. It's totally free and guarantees you'll never miss an episode. If you've got an extra buck or two, you wouldn't mind tossing in the podcast tip jar, please visit patreon.com forward slash Mark Music Podcast. Also consider helping the word out in the street, via social media, five-star rating and review at iTunes, word of mouth, etc. Happy Thought of the Day is by Hank Aaron. My motto was always to keep swinging. Whether I was in a slump or feeling badly or having trouble off the field, the only thing to do was to keep swinging. Thanks for tuning in and welcome to the Mark Sterry Music Podcast. Enjoy! Welcome back to the Mark Stereo Music Podcast, episode 130. Thanks to all the folks who contribute to this podcast on Patreon.com. Coming at you on another winter-slash-spring day here in St. Paul, Minnesota. Copper the Wonder Gold and I are just hanging out with Bud's Marathon John and Macklemore Corey talking about last night's WrestleMania. Ronda Rousey rocked. Last week's Geeks Wrap-Up. Wednesday, played a solo show at Pub 42 in New Hope, Minnesota. Great to see my little buddy Ella back and singing her greatest hits. Thursday, played a solo show at Lucky's 13 in Burnsville, Minnesota. Went great, but was my last show there, so that sucks. Friday, played a solo show at Ingredients Cafe in Wiper Lake, Minnesota. Crazy busy night, played straight through. Stuck at some new tunes I'm working on, it was fun. Saturday, Brian K. Johnson and myself jammed at JJ's Pub in Breezy Point, Minnesota. Got to jam with Minnesota rock legend Billy Larson on some Springsteen and Stones. Upcoming shows. Wednesday, April 11th, 2018. I'll be playing a solo show at Pub 42 in New Hope, Minnesota from 7.30 to 9.30 p.m. Thursday, April 12th, Mr. Brian K. Johnson and myself will be jamming at Lucky's 13 in Roseville, Minnesota from 4 to 7 p.m. Friday, April 13th, I'll be playing a solo show at Nova in Hudson, Wisconsin from 6.30 to 9.30 p.m. Saturday, April 14th, Mr. Brian K. Johnson and myself return to the Eagle Lounge in Balsam Lake, Wisconsin to rock from 7 to 10 p.m. It's part two of three with the top five baseball music moments of all time with our celebrity guest panel of Andrew Crawley, Dave Wright, and myself. Enjoy the conversation. Welcome back to the Mark Stereo Music Podcast, part two of the top five baseball music moments of all time, according to our celebrity guest panel of Mr. Dave Wright. Mr. Andy Crowley and Judge, Mr. Dustin Bistrom. Hello. We are here at the beautiful B-Dale in Roseville slash St. Paul, Minnesota. One of my favorite bars Indeed of all time. Great beautiful. food, yeah. great, great cocktails, a great tradition of 
greatness here at the B-Dale. Yeah. I'm now a member. I was voted in last last month as a <laughs> really? member. Really? Congratulations. Yeah, yeah, the vote was three to two. The vote yeah. was three to two, by three the way. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Very good. Were you in on that? Which which way did you I, uh... I, I cannot say. Secrecy okay. in the ballot box. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we, yeah, we actually started playing shows down here, too. Yeah. yeah. Yes. That was a lot that of right? fun. That was, was a good, good time. Right on. Dave walked in, yeah. and when Dave walked in, I started playing Martin Zeller's Zamboni. Yeah, I want to drive the Zamboni. Hey, I want to drive the Zamboni. Yes, I do. Okay, yeah. He was doing a high school it hockey tournament. It was perfect. Time. He yeah. took a bow, yeah. and he was dancing yeah. around here. Yeah. yeah, it was hilarious. That's so. great. Um, anyway, so we want to talk, start this episode a little bit of controversy. Okay. Uh, we're talking about, what's it, a shot clock or a pitch, a pitch clock, clock? Oh, pitch clock, In yeah. baseball. Yeah. Um, to speed up the game. And Dave, you had some thoughts on well, a pitch clock. the original Saints in the Northern League, when they started out, had it. For the first two, maybe three years, I can't remember for sure, and uh, we had to we had to pay to get it in on the scoreboard, which took a which was a wiring, uh, a fascinating wiring thing, uh, and it was good because the and the rule was and there is a rule in baseball that says in Major League Baseball that if there's nobody on base, they're supposed to throw the ball within 20 seconds. It never gets enforced. No. But if you but if if Timmy Cheetah was here, he would tell you that the umpires had to take stopwatches out with them. Because they were supposed to enforce this, uh, they've tried to enforce it a little bit, but it's now coming back into minor leagues. Uh, this pitch clock, and you know, I mean, major league baseball games run three twenty, three thirty all the time. Yeah, uh, you can mm-hmm. get it down to two forty with this. Mm-hmm. That help everybody probably. Oh yeah. Do you remember what the length of the game was by that point? Um, yeah, like two and a half, you know, long games. Okay. But, you know, we don't have TV timeouts in the Saints games. We didn't, you know, mm-hmm. Major League Baseball, I think yep. it's, what, two and a half minutes between innings? Uh, I, yeah. I think something like that. Mm-hmm. We didn't have that. Six pitches, you ready? Let's go. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Uh, you know, we tried to do that in the college, too. Let's go. You know, get this thing going. I was an old umpire, and I just wanted him to say, let's go, you know. <laughs> yeah, we shoot uh, for about you know. two minutes, but, yeah. um, you know, and occasionally it happens. Right. You know. It's sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. You know, it you know, sometimes. Yeah. It's well meant. Yeah. yeah. All right, guys. Here we are. We're moving on with our top five list. We are battling over. It's blood. Even Dave's got cuts all over his face. Yeah. It's I been do. Ju- I he do. actually does. Yeah. It's been just a battle <laughs> here over this working eight track of Deep Purple's Machine Head. <laughs> What's your favorite song off the Machine Head record there, Dave? Uh, <laughs> it's not on my iPod. That's what they called them, right? Well, you know, one that got played a lot at Midway especially was Space Trucking off of Machine Head. Of course. Head. No. Is it Smoke on the Water in here, too? Uh, yes. Is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apparently it is. Smoke on the Water, Space Trucker. Lazy. Oh, Highway Star. Highway yeah. Star. Highway yeah. Star. This was like the quintessential yeah. Deep Purple yeah. Yeah. I know. right here. Yeah. That's a great trophy. I am a fan it of is. Come Taste the yeah. Band, yeah. Uh, which is about their fourth album or whatever, and uh, it's got a picture of a wine glass on the cover, kind of like the one over what? by Dave yeah. right now. Yeah, wow. nice. yeah, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, we're okay. So here right. we're moving on down the line. Number yeah. three, top five baseball music moment of all time, Mr. Dave Wright, now from Hamlin University, previously yeah. St. Paul Saints and Lamplighter in Roseville. 
My my third one here, this is an interesting one. Bill Slayback was a pitcher who pitched in the major leagues for a few years. He didn't have a, a lot of success. I actually saw his first major league game for Detroit, but but he also was a songwriter, and he got inspired. Uh, if you go back to 1974 when Hank Aaron broke Babe Ruth's record for home runs career, and since then Barry Bonds has broken uh, Ruth's record. So he came up with this song that they debuted the night Aaron hit his 7 and 15 home run. It's called Move Over, Babe, Here Comes Henry. And it's written by a guy who was a major leaguer, a, a rookie in the major leagues. That they, yeah, they, they might have actually even been in the minors still at that point. Bill Slayback. And it's just kind of a fun, funky thing. Um, you know, that era, Babe Ruth had, had the record that everybody said is never, never going to be broken. And here comes Hank Aaron along. And, you know, certainly not a musical guy by any stretch. About as straightforward. And he'd probably tell you about as boring a guy as it was. He's just a hell of a baseball player. Uh, but it's it's kind of a funky, it's, you know, I, I wouldn't even try to sing it. Uh, but you can find it on YouTube. Uh, it's called Move Over, Babe. Here comes Henry. And it was written for this moment. Uh, we didn't know when the moment was going to be. It happened. Mm-hmm. It turned out yeah. it happened on a Monday night. Uh, and they, they used to have Monday night baseball on NBC in the early 70s. And I actually saw this because I was with the St. Thomas baseball team at the time. We were in a bar in Omaha. Uh, and the, wow. and the well, shocking, I know. And the woman that said, free beer for an hour if Aaron hits record homer tonight. She didn't know the St. Thomas baseball team was going to be in there. So oh. that cost her. <laughs> that would cost her a lot. Yeah. And by the way, we lost the next day. So, oh. that, that, you know, shocking too. But anyway, so that's, that's – and this is – it's a rather obscure, I will admit, baseball song. But if you look it up on YouTube, you'll find it. Uh, and you look up Bill Slayback and you'll see how obscure he was and for probably pretty good reason. But it's kind of a, kind of a fun little funky baseball song. I love it. What a great yeah. answer. Yeah. You guys are doing so good Funky, at this. Oh, my baseball. gosh. Yeah. I, don't know how the, I don't know how you picked this. These, these, these are so good. These answers, it's ridiculous. <laughs> All right, moving on down the line, Mr. Andy Crowley, uh, musical director of the St. Saint Paul Saints. What's your number three best baseball music moment of all time? Best baseball music moment. This sort of isn't a baseball music moment, and it sort of is because part of it includes a photograph that I have of Dave Wright. Oh, really? After oh, the two, seven, game seven of the 2004 championship. Um, but earlier in the game, uh, Saints fell way behind. Okay, it's game seven. Looked like we were not going to win. Well, uh, do you recall, do you remember how that? Yes, yeah, I do. Mark Marizzi. Yeah, Mark yeah. Marizzi hit Mark, the walk-off yeah. grand slam. But, um, and so uh, I think maybe um, six innings in, I left cheerleader mode with the music program and started playing a bunch of stuff that didn't make sense. And I switched the organ to drums and just tried to sound really bad. And I'm like, kind of like a who, you know, who cares kind of thing, to put it mildly. And, and um, you know, I don't know for sure if it changed the atmosphere of the of the thing or helped any or not. But, but um, you know. Saints came around and won it, and it was incredible. And then for probably, I don't know, an hour and a half afterwards, there was this huge, you know, party going on on the field and all this. And slowly but surely, people left, except for maybe a handful of us, including Dave, who was in the, I don't know where you were, but I'm going to say you were back in the office taking care of something. He came running out, uh, 
where there were, I don't know, maybe five or so folks, including myself. And uh, he said, hey, the game's on the radio. He's got a yep. portable radio. Do you remember that? I'll tell you what happened. I was filling in for Kurt, for Chris Atterbury that day, who was our play-by-play guy, but he also did Montana State football, mm-hmm. and he was out there with that. So yep. I was filling in for him. I didn't know the game had been taped delayed. There right. was something on the exactly. station, so it was taped delayed. Yep. So we actually had the they they actually had the my call of the game mm-hmm. at the end of the game the was beer. running then. Yep. Like uh, after and, everybody left, yeah, there's like half a dozen left. of us left. Were, yeah. Yeah. He's standing so, on top I, of the I, 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 was, I was startled. Oh, no, was a, He's standing on I top. I just happened to flip and go. What yeah. the hell is that? That's yep. me. What am, what am I doing there? I didn't know. They didn't tell me. Yeah. Uh, the game had been delayed for whatever reason on the radio. Yeah. So. And so he's standing on top of the Saints' dugout, and I'd given him a wireless mic. Right. He's holding the radio, and we're all listening to it through the PA system. So that I is took a, a photo. great story. Yeah, I, would like I didn't know you can't see it on the podcast, but yeah. Oh. Yeah. Pretty fun. Next time we're over, we're going to have to show me that, that picture. That is so cool. What a great story. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow, I didn't know that either. Oh, yeah. I'm so glad you guys came on. This, you guys are just great, perfect for this. Okay, my number three baseball music moment of all time is, it's actually, I'm just switching gears. I think this is from, this is from a movie. From the 1989 mm-hmm. motion picture, mm-hmm. Major League. Major League. Oh, wow. When Charlie okay. Sheen All right. All right. comes out mm-hmm. to the X, the band, the punk band mm-hmm. from L.A. X, mm-hmm. released the cover of the yeah. song in 1984. Wild oh, thing. Wild, wild thing. Oh, yeah. What was his name in the movie? I, I accidentally deleted yeah. it on my phone. Yeah. Gee, if we had an electronic device yeah. around here somewhere. You know they filmed that in Milwaukee. Did they? Yeah. yeah they, they, filmed that kind of they filmed that at County Stadium. I didn't Cleveland, know Cleveland Stadium was not available, so they filmed it at County Stadium. In Cleveland Milwaukee? Stadium wasn't available because they were playing football. They, were, hmm. they, they shot the movie in the fall. Whoa. Uh, and Cleveland that? had football going on. So. If you look closely, you guys, as, as Wisconsin guys, will say, that's County Stadium. They tried to hide it as Cleveland Stadium, but it wasn't. You know, and anybody who was there recognizes right away, the scoreboard t- gives it away right away that it's County Stadium. I, you know, just wow. as Wisconsin guys. That's awesome. You know, you know. As a, and you know, Euchre. as a. And Euchre. And Euchre. Yeah, that's as how they got Euchre. Fan, um, I thought it was super cool. Because I like entrances and stuff that that big just build up and he come the whole place is going nuts. He's got the tape in his glasses and stuff. Mm-hmm. So for me, movie cinema wise, I'm trying to get one of everything mm-hmm. that would be. And you a know top what that did? Moment. That actually started what is now a pretty common thing that they, they used to never have that kind of music for relief pitchers coming in. That really started it. I think. I think any back me up on this. That, mm-hmm. that wasn't done much before that movie. After that, that became all the rage. So right. that became yeah, a trend. That definitely. That's yeah. that's right. That yeah. definitely helped. Yeah. Ricky wow. Vaughn. Mm-hmm. Ricky Vaughn. Yeah, that's right. Very that's good. His name. Very good, Dustin. That's it. Yeah. Awesome. Okay, <laughs> moving on down the line. We are d- to number two. The number all two right. baseball music moment of mm-hmm. all time. Mr. Dave Wright. We are in suspense. There's a lot well, on the line here. Well, there's, there's two here, and I, I gave you the CD on this. If you've seen the Ken Burns baseball CD, uh, seen the, uh, the PBA, PBS series, or, or heard the CD, you know, right. there are... 
several different versions of Take Me Out to the Ball Game mm-hmm. on that on that CD. I think there's six or eight of them. Mm-hmm. Two of them, which it kind of ties two people that you would have never guessed would do Take Me Out to the Ball Game. One of them is Dr. John. Take me out to the ball game. who you would have never thought for this. Uh, and the other one is Carly Simon. Buy me some peanuts and cracker jacks. I don't care if I ever get back cause it's root, root, root for the home team. If they don't win, it's a shame. Call- now they did two really separate versions. Carly Simon's is soulful. And she, at one point in there, it's uh, where, you know, in the song, it says, I don't care if they ever come back. She changes it to the, I do not ever care if they ever come back. Right. Spelled yeah. it all out. Yep. You know, it's actually about a three-minute version of a song that's supposed to go about a minute ten or a minute and a half or so. Dr. John's is really cool, too. Now, I went and did a little research today, just you know, checking, and you go on YouTube. There is another version of Take Me Out to the Ball Game that's done by the Moody Blues. I love the movie. But blues. what they did was they start with it, and then you got all these other people doing little bits and pieces. Take me out with the crowd. Buy me some peanuts and cracker jacks. I don't care if I never get back. Because it's root, root, root for the home team. If they don't win, it's a shame. Because it's one. You have Vince Gill. Uh, you have Melissa mm-hmm. Etheridge. You have all these people who you didn't know liked baseball at all, who just do just those snippets of the song. But my favorite versions would take me out to the ball game, and I, and I have to say it's a tie. I, I love the Carly Simon version just because it is so soulful. But the Dr. John one, you know, about, and I'm not a I'm not, I'm not up John on Dr. John as you. much as you guys are. But when I heard that, I go, Dr. John. Wow. Yeah. He, so if you hear this, it, it's really, really good. Yeah. That's a great pick. Yeah. Um, I thought you were going to say you like Drake's version, too. Well, no, <laughs> I haven't caught that one yet, but, you know, I do know how to get on YouTube. I could probably do that. No, nice. Oh, wow. Um, I haven't heard those, but I'm anxious to hear them, though. Dr. John's classic. Aiko, Aiko, Aine. Oh, yeah. And it's, you know what? It's not so far off of that, is it? Really? No, no. Yeah, that's, it, that's a good What's way to put it. What's the hits, Dr. John? Had he had, uh, uh, Cover of the Rolling Stone, right? That's no, that's Doctor Hook. Hook. That's Doctor Hook. Doctor John oh, had uh, my doctor's my favorite up. one is oh, such a night, yeah. sweet confusion under the moonlight. That's a good one too. I thought that mm-hmm. was Doctor Dre. <laughs> Doctor Dre. Oh, <laughs> uh, we have uh, we have some visitors here watching our thing. We have Dana no. from. Stay your business again. Dana. We have hey, Dana, Dana from Edina Realty watching. She's gonna. She's watching along as we are starting to get some some fans watching. An audience. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Unlike thanks for hanging out, Dana. We hung out yeah. with Dana last Tuesday actually, yeah. and her husband Rob. So we had to switch the date. Huh. Actually, we sat with them last Tuesday. It was a blast. Oh, cool. How's it going? Good. All right. You just stay there. It's fine. We'll talk yeah. to you later. Yeah. Okay. Um, I was in the right place at the wrong time, but it could have oh, been the wrong time. But right it must have been the wrong time. The wrong time. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's so cool. Yeah. Damn, which doctor is what he was. Okay, right. moving on to online. Mr. Okay, we on, 
Number th- two? two? Two. Oh, my gosh. Two. This is brutal. Number right. two, Mr. Andy Crowley. This is just getting tight. Okay, let's go to the new stadium. Let's stay with Saints <laughs> trivia because that's kind of what I thought we were doing, but I'm going to give you a couple of song titles here. Let's see. Pink Cadillac is yeah, the name yeah, of the song. Yeah. So we had, in 2015, a little bit after it opened, um, you know, after our you know, inaugural game or whatever you want to call that, during that season, we had this thing called the world's largest pillow fight that happened. The My Pillow guy was there. He brought 8,000 pillows. Somebody from Guinness Book of World Records <laughs> made it. And the My Pillow guy's got all these fancy connections, as you might imagine. So he brought Joe Piscopo, who was a singer. And a, and a comedic actor, of course. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So Joe was there. Um, Stephen Baldwin was there. Oh, he's um, my favorite. And we were going to try, uh, we were going to try uh, some live music during a game for the first time ever. So uh, I asked Harmar Superstar. No, but it won't get us down. No, 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 no. Everybody got a DJ night rocking the chance for all the friends to grind. come in and, and do some stuff and we you know so we had a couple of inning breaks planned with him and I was going to uh, oh, he was going to sing with a backing track and I was going to play a little bit of keys with him and that was going to be that well Piscopo shows up and he's going to do the uh, anthem and he's got a backing track usually folks do it acapella but he brought in this Sinatra big band sounding thing and it killed but he showed up at like 11.30 when our sound check is coming in you know going to happen and basically insists, you know, on, on performing a song live during the game, too. So we scrambled, made it happen. Harmar played bass. I did keys. We had an amazing drummer uh, from the band Policia. And we had, uh, we had uh, Joe fronting the band, playing guitar, singing Pink Cadillac. And the place went nuts. Wow. wow. So, That's good. Oh, that is a That's great good. story. And our takeaway was that we knew that live music could work during a game. So, you know, oh. so that was that was uh, that was, oh, yeah. and the pillow fight. Speaking of YouTube, yeah. you can find it on there too. Yeah. It was it was pretty incredible and fun. Oh. These uh, are really good stories, guys. I mean, mm-hmm. this is crazy. Um, great, that's a great musical moment right there. Uh, uh, I, wow. I just want to say, you know, when he mentioned the anthem in the early years, I don't know if this is still true. Mm-hmm. We used to have a rule on the anthem that when the an- Whoever was the anthem singer, if you went over 90 seconds, you were not invited back. That's wow. kind of a standard thing, and, and I, I find myself now, oh, they've gone over 90 seconds. Yeah. No. Uh, when Steph Harris was running up, that was a rule, and that was a inviolate, not-to-be-broken rule. 90 seconds, max. Don't go past it. It's supposed to go a minute, what, minute 10, right, Andy? Somewhere yeah. in there, minute 15. You know, just you for know, kicks, you know, uh, during you know, a, we had a rain delay uh, yeah. earlier this, this last yeah. season. And our anthem singer left, and our yeah. promotions yeah. director, Sierra, said, Andy, you going to do the anthem? I said, yeah. She goes, can you just try to sing it as fast as possible? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Speaking of, yeah. I don't know, we might have yeah. done it in yeah. 20 yeah. seconds. A lot, of, a lot of laughter, but it was a good time. <laughs> oh, my God. But, yeah, no, absolutely, you want no, it to move yeah. right along. I'm well, and that's you. the thing. Yeah. Uh, it, it's funny because, you know, when you do a lot of PA, you know, you're always doing, always doing that. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
I went to high school in Canada, and the Canadian anthem is quicker. Is 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 quicker. Mm-hmm. It's you know if you do it correctly, under a minute. You know, uh, Roger Doucette was the longtime anthem singer at the Montreal Forum, big guy. And if you go, oh, and, yeah. and 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 he was an opera singer, and he had this tremendous pipes. And I saw one hockey game at the Montreal Forum, and I happened to be downstairs before the game, walking past something, and I'm hearing this. He was practicing in a room. Okay, and you know, and it, made, it made, and it sounded like an echo chamber. Well, he when I poked my head in, he had a microphone he was practicing into because he wanted to hear how he was going to sound bouncing off the walls. That's what pros do. Mm-hmm. And then he walked out there and he sings the anthem, the American anthem, and then, and the Canadians are always they're polite about this stuff. They get to the Canadian anthem, and you watch a hockey game from Canada, they are all singing. And if they and if it's in Montreal, they do it first verse, first verse. In, in French, second verse in English. Oh, well. You know, and wow. they all, you you watch the next time you watch a hockey game from Canada, if any of those Canadian teams, well, Winnipeg will be in the playoffs for sure, and Toronto will be in the playoffs, and they will all be singing. Yeah. So I'm sorry, stuff. you just no, reminded me of that. Story, you know, that's a great story, That's awesome. That's why we're yeah. here. That's yeah. a great story. Yeah. Uh, thanks for sharing that. So yeah, much information. Yeah. Man, mm-hmm. I, Dustin's one taking notes to judge. I feel like I should be taking notes, too, to get through this. Okay, we're going to do one more, and then we're going to break this up into one more episode. Okay. Okay, my number two best baseball music moment of all time. As you guys know, this is the Mark Sterry Music Podcast, and I'm a huge fan of local music, Minnesota music. Oh, yeah. And one of my heroes since I was a child was one of the kings of, like, the... Uh, I still consider a king of this original uh, pop rock solo scene on the Twin Cities, G.B. Layton. Mm-hmm. And Brian Layton in specific. And not that I'm the hugest fan of this song of all time, but I think it's really, really cool that the Twins in 2010 had G.B. Layton commission a song called Twins Territory. Local guy write their theme song for the year. Yeah. And played it on everything, all the commercials, had videos and stuff. That's my top two. That's my number two best musical moment. I love a bunch of other GB Layton songs. Mm-hmm. I think the fact that they did that, picked a local guy that was super popular and took it seriously, is uh, that's a great musical moment for me. Cool. His, his yeah, sister nice. was my first intern. Really? In, 19, really? in 1993. His wow. sister was my first intern, first year. Huh. She was a student at St. Thomas at the time, and he came out and did the anthem. One of the first, one of our first home games. I don't think it was our first one. I don't remember who did it on the first night, mm-hmm. uh, but he did one one of the first home games. You know, and he <laughs> and he said, "She gets out of line. Let me know." <laughs> 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 All right, everybody. Uh, thank you so much for tuning into the Mark Stereo Music Podcast. We're gonna do one more episode. Uh, please tune in for next week for part three: the battle, the war continues over the eight track deep purple machine head uh, can't miss this one see you guys next week thanks for tuning in to this week's edition of the mark Sterry music podcast hope you enjoyed the program we'll see you back here for a new podcast about life and times in the live and local music scene each and every tuesday if not before on itunes soundcloud and most other places podcasts are available 
This is a listener-supported podcast, so if you'd like to get on board, please visit patreon.com forward slash Mark Sterry Music Podcast. If you enjoyed some of the musical edits on the show, please head on over to your local record store or do some digging on iTunes and load up on some new songs. Also, if you get a chance, please go check out some live music somewhere. It could be a great and worthwhile experience. Life is short. Go some fun. Till next time. I'm buying a new